Are we recording you jive, turkey? I am recording. I should talk in like a Stephen King black guy <laughs> voice the whole time. Slap me some skin. Shit. Shit, brother. Jive, turkey. Yeah, he, children too. Like, children always sound like they're 30 years old in Stephen King stuff, and he... He always makes like a black character sound like Dolomite or something like that. There's like black exploitation from the seventies. We have helicopters going, going over. Maybe somebody was murdered. My dude. I think I think people are murdered a lot here. My dude. I think it's the uh, no. We're not the same. My dude. Every time I say the oh. word murdered. Okay. You should have said my dude there. Don't tell me what to do. I won't. This is. A Project Humanoid production. Whammo. From Project Humanoid. This is Murder My Dude. I'm BP Burke. Yep. And today, you are? I'm here. Okay. Yeah. You're lucky that I'm here. It is a very special Thanksgiving Day episode. It's five years since I saw my dad last. Of Murder My Dude. Well, he did die. Yeah. He did die, but I don't know if he was murdered. There is actually... uh, (laughs) There is a little... uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know the theory. I guess uh, my my mom may have suspected that he was murdered for a second. Yeah, I remember you you talking about that. But they don't. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of yeah. You know, like when I say that, you should be like, oh, really? You know, not like, yeah, I remember that. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah see, okay, you got it. I'm I'm getting the right things, just not getting with the right places. Right, my dude. Oh no, that's not for here. That's not for here. Okay, my shoot. dude. Okay, Sh- don't shoot. So, my dad... Murder my dad. No, he's already dead. I can't. Oh. Um, by the way, I've been, uh, I drank a little bit of SoCo, and I uh, smoked a little bit of the devil's lettuce. You are just uh, engaging in all sorts of sinful activities today. Yeah. I had anal sex with a woman. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't even know what I, what I paused for. <laughs> What else could I say? A pig. <laughs> An idle sex with a turkey. That's just, That's not how we stuff it. That's not bestiality, my Not dude. since the horrible, horrible turducken incident of 1996. I thought you were going to say 1966. That I, was a different one. Yeah. yeah was, it was a was separate my, turducken incident. Was my uncle's. Yeah. My uncle did that. Turduncle. Tur- yeah. So we call them. Nobody talks about the turducken anymore. John Madden like brought that into the the forefront for a little bit, and then everybody forgot about it. Yeah, for good reason. What? Well, because we're going towards like all vegan shit now. Like, if you yeah. go on Instagram, all you see is vegan stuff. Like Furky, yeah. Like I got offended because somebody uh, sent me a DM, and they were like, "I hope you had your turkey today." And I was like, "How the fuck do you know I'm not vegan?" <laughs> like I, I could be vegan. Yeah, like like why do you assume I eat turkey? I felt I don't know, I felt like assaulted. They uh hmm? they assumed your they assumed your eating habits. Yeah. 
How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? What if? What if I? And then, and then I saw somebody else that that posted a thing about like their vegan, all vegan uh, Thanksgiving, and I just wanted to be like, man up and eat a turkey. <laughs> you know, but it was a woman, so woman up and eat a turkey. Yeah, woman up and eat a turkey. You know, and I was gonna be like, oh no, but it's so mean, and it's like you you, you can't win that conversation because people don't want to see things die. It's like, but then why are you alive? Because that's what life is seeing things die it's which is why we talk about murder and murdering turkeys and no we don't talk about murdering turkeys oh. that's the that is one thing i never got though why help people are like no don't don't kill an animal but then they're completely okay with like serial killers like they love serial yeah. killers you know mm-hmm. but they'll hate any guy that just ate ham sandwich well he's a serial killer of pigs right that add nothing to this world like, have they had has a pig added anything um besides lots of delicious <laughs> deli say, meat there's a lot of food involved but that's kind of counterproductive to what you're trying to that that's kind so of proving your point yeah yeah um i mean i'm sure they might do something everything has its role in the ecosystem doesn't if, it if you had a if you had a eat a turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich turkey i'm not a big fan of ham like i, I really? like pork but I'm not a big fan of ham as like a deli meat. I, I like salami. I like like pr- ham. Wow. Ham is probably at the bottom of my deli meat rankings. Huh? Maybe I, unless you talk about like exotic stuff, like liverwurst. Like I haven't had liverwurst in forever, but I know it's kind of like an acquired taste. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to deli, my dude. Deli, my dude. I like it. Well, it is Thanksgiving, so you got to talk about food. Um, it's just one of those things that kind of fits in with it. Well, also, uh, and like I said, it's been uh, five years since I last saw my dad. Yeah, it was uh, Thanksgiving. We, uh, I, I, I talked to him. I guess you could say uh, the week before. Uh, see, his birthday is November twenty fifth, and I, and um, and he died. He died on uh, December. I think they they have it as December second. They think. They suspect he died on the first, but right. they they found him on the second. So that's when they called it. That's when they called it that you know he was dead. So, um, but in between that time, in between his birthday and the first, fell Thanksgiving, and um, we were all at my mom's house. Even though he was uh, divorced from my mom and she was remarried, that he would come up any you know he would come over anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw him there. I had I had. A, big argument with him on his birthday and uh then a few days later he's at my mom's for thanksgiving i see him but i don't say anything to him i wanted to mm-hmm. i wanted to go up to him and just be like you know it was uh, our our fight was stupid and um but i didn't so uh <laughs> it's one of those like life lessons you know you're like well maybe maybe you should have uh maybe you should have like when, when you think you should go up and hug somebody you know yeah uh do it because you never know when you're going to see them last and it's so cliche to say but i learned that 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 it's very real i learned that it's very real Mm -hmm. and um so that weekend um i think it was a sunday is when uh i guess he was last heard from and then uh like monday my mom went into his apartment and she found him yeah she found him dead uh but there was like weird things with it. Like he would never, uh, he, he would never turn his TV off. Like under any circumstance, always, he always had his TV on. Mm-hmm. And 
I I'm trying to remember like all the details, but she, when she walked in, his oven was on and it was set on like 500. Yeah, and it was like super hot in the house. Yeah, right? it was super hot. Her glasses fogged up as soon as she walked in the house. Um, she's like yelling my dad's name, and he's like not moving or anything. And um, she like she goes over to him and she said like his he was sitting on the couch again. TV's not on, which is really really strange for my dad to be you know sitting there with no tv on right he didn't turn the tv off yeah uh I, I can't stress that enough so automatically that just makes us think like what why was the tv off you know mm-hmm. and a nurse came by to pay a visit and she said that the that when she came by on like i think it was like sunday like sunday morning or something like that or sunday afternoon mm-hmm. that there was a newspaper outside but when my mom saw it came in on Monday, the newspaper was brought in. Hmm. So, yeah. So it's one of those deals. Like, did did he bring it in? Like after the did, nurse left? Did he bring it right? Yeah. Did he bring it in after that? And then he died. Like, you know, who knows? Yeah, it's always it's always weird when stuff like that happens, especially if like nobody's there to see it, and and you don't know for sure. And there's always like those little things. It, it reminds me of something that somebody said about writing once. What makes writing so hard? is that when you're writing a story, it has to make sense, and real life doesn't follow those rules. Like, real life doesn't have to make sense. Yeah, but my mom was a little paranoid that uh, like the nurse that possibly the nurse did okay. something, because I don't think he liked the nurse, and I don't know, she just seemed a little shady, so it was like, did, did he piss her off? Because he, he had a tendency to do that. Right. He had a tendency to... Uh, you know, to have a razor tongue and a short temper. And, uh, yeah. So my mom, my mom immediately thought like the fucking nurse killed him. Yeah. You know, fucking nurse. But, um, I don't know. She didn't, they didn't do like an autopsy or anything like that. It was like, uh, I guess she kind of felt like, what's the point? Yeah. You know? So it's one of those things where you never, and how many of those situations do happen where, like just because it looks good enough that yeah. nobody really looks into it. Well, he had he had heart problems and he had diabetes bad and yeah. he has you know a lot of issues that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't want to get too personal, but I mean I deal with a lot of these issues too uh that he had. So, you know, it's one of those deals where he had it so that I guess it was just expected. Like, I oh, probably just died of a heart attack. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they he had stents in his heart, he had toes missing, you know, from diabetes. All kinds of stuff. So right, they're they're gonna do that whole Occam's Razor thing and say, no, it, pro- it was probably this. So, and it, and it probably was. Right, it probably was. It probably wasn't murder, but you know, it always seems a little bit more interesting when you're uh, like, oh, so what happened? You're dead. He may have been murdered. Mm-hmm. You know, my dude. So it's been almost uh, almost twenty eight years since I talked to my dad. <laughs> was he murdered by a by a box of parochials? Yeah, <laughs> that's awful. He certainly was. Well, he wasn't literally murdered by pierogies. He was actually going to, like, get pierogies from a church that would sell them every Friday and, and died. And they a, murdered him. Yeah. The church murdered him. Yeah. No, it was more of a... He was attacked by his own heart. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, he didn't even get to eat the pierogies, did No, he? I guess they got thrown out. Yeah, like, yeah. what... I always wondered, like, every time he told me the story, I want that. I always wondered that, and I always wondered, too, why the dog decides to scratch himself every time we hit record. <laughs> He has uh, something to do with the... Like, the dog doesn't scratch away. himself all day long, but uh, as soon as we're like, hey, you know what, let's let's do a podcast, he's like, fuck, that means I'm itchy. 
<laughs> maybe it's our voices. Maybe it's could be. He's, he's allergic. It's the frequent. It's like maybe something's being emitted from our mixer or something. Letters <laughs> just got an itch. And say that part again because I thought you were going to pause longer, so I bl- blew my nose. <laughs> Either that or he just had an itch. But it it, it is um it is an interesting thing because this is a time of year where things do get dangerous. Yeah, they like pierogi, it, dangerous pierogies. Well, no, that was actually in like February, but no, like well, that's when they throw pierogies at you. What? Yeah, there's there's pierogi ninjas out there. Pierogi ninjas. I yeah. guess they are like little almost ninja tar ninja ninja tar ninja tar ninja tar. That's gonna be a new movie by the makers of Avatar. Ninja tar. No, they. I guess they are like throwing star shaped or just small, not not shaped exactly like a throwing star, which would be star shaped. God, I would love to catch a pierogi in my mouth. <laughs> if they're frozen, that would hurt. If they're if they're not frozen, it wouldn't be a, a big deal. Yeah. How do you like your pierogies? Because. Uh, it's funny because I grew up with the way we ate pierogies. We would have pierogies and fried onions with ketchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess they would boil the pierogies first or thaw them. Yeah, we would just usually have them boiled. Or thaw, like, yeah, they would, I, I don't know if, whatever, thaw them or boil them. And then you, then they d- did them on the pan. Mm-hmm. My mom would fry them on a pan with onions, right? Yeah, we don't, we, we would usually have them with onions, but they would usually just be boiled. Like, I remember the ones that we get from this church. It was every Friday they would sell pierogies. It would be in, like, a Chinese food carton. And it would just have pierogi and onion in it. Right. Uh, so, I had... I made pierogies the other day, and I put them in the oven. Mm-hmm. And, uh... My youngest son was like... He's like, oh, I love them crunchy. And my daughter's like, oh, I don't like them crunchy. She's like, I like them soft. And I'm like, watch. She's like, that's how we get them at school. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm yawning. I just feel, I, I felt like when I said school and I yawned, it was like, school. Yeah. It probably didn't sound like that, but in my head, it, it sounded like the worst possible way I could say is school. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so she likes soft pierogies. She would have loved boiled pierogies. Yeah, I think I, I think I, too, I prefer the soft. Oh, no, I want that little bit of crunch. With a little bit of onion. Yeah, you can't go wrong either way. And uh, that's actually one of the reasons why this is a deadly time of year. Is not pierogi specifically, but it's a big time of year for like coronary issues and heart attacks because calorie consumption goes. I thought up. you said corn. I thought you were saying something about corn. You said cor- The way you said coronary, I coronary. thought you said corn. No, you you would say coronary, but uh, maybe somebody would say coronary, and that would be weird. Um, no, I thought you said corn, and I just started thinking of corn. So, God, say that again, because I started thinking of corn. I started thinking of, like, corn on the cob, cream corn. I love creamed corn. Cream corn is my favorite, by the way. But, yeah, because calorie consumption just goes through the roof, especially on, like, Thanksgiving. People go to parties, and so there's that. And then Thanksgiving Day is also the, usually the, the worst day for driving fatalities. You know, I may have murdered my dad, now thinking about it. No, it's murder my dude, not murder my dad. No, no, no. Oh. I meant I may have murdered my dad. And and uh my dad, I just realized that he uh so so my ex-girlfriend and I bought a pie. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like sampler pies you get at like Walmart. Yeah. It's like like a cheesecake sampler. Th- that's a new thing too, is cheesecake a pie. Like this is it's like that is a hot dog a sandwich. It's cheese cheesecake a pie is a new thing. No, it's a cake. It's a cheesecake. But you had a cheesecake sampler. It's a cheesecake sampler, and it was like just 
straight up, like, I guess, regular New York cheesecake. One was, like, drizzled with, like, fudge. Mm -hmm. One was, like, whatever. It was a sampler, so it had uh, a few different types. And I noticed that my dad liked it, and he he ate quite a bit of it. Mm -hmm. And then he died a few days later, and then it was like, did he fucking die? Did we kill him? It, he, that that might be possible. He that, died because of a fucking pie because he was diabetic. Yeah, that is very plausible. I, a sudden spike in sugar can can do that. Um, but also, driving is the other big reason why there are a lot of deaths, and deaths do kind of go on the upswing this time of year. In 2012, just an unknown average day was about 247 traffic fatalities in the United States. Thanksgiving Day was 764 the next worst would have been Labor Day, 694, Christmas. Uh, Columbus Day was up there, which is strange. I guess people travel a lot on Columbus Day. In Philly, they call that Delaware Ave Day. Delaware Ave Day. Columbus Boulevard Day. But yeah, so there's that, and then there's the unhealthy eating, and those two things combine to make this one of the deadlier times of the year. And then, then how the hell are we alive? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we don't drive, for one thing, so... I meant all the deadly eating. Oh yeah, deadly eating. It just sounds like, well, they're really they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for true for true crime podcasts now. Coming soon from Gimlet Media, it's deadly eating. It can be all about like people being poisoned. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to listen to that podcast. So I'll be like, I just had that meal yesterday. <laughs> you know, like why am I alive? Your next meal may be your last on deadly eating. Yeah, so so somebody had uh, asked me uh, that I have turkey today, and I was like, well, I had turkey lunch meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just did, like, turkey sandwiches. Yeah, we had turkey sandwiches. Just me and you and the dogs hanging out. Mm-hmm. Eating turkey, watching football, yeah. napping. Napping. Not together. No, no. That'd be strange. It would be. I mean, it wouldn't be strange if, if uh, you know, we were both homosexual males that we're in a relationship. Yeah, that would be we're not even that would be perfectly fine. Yeah, but we're not. So I think it's very strange that uh, if if we were to nap together. But with, with that in mind, I thought it was very strange that we ate a slice of turkey like Lady in the Tramp style. Right. That was a little weird. And then I ate a slice of pecan pie and you had a slice of pumpkin pie and we wrapped our arms around <laughs> and fed each other. Yeah, that was... And then and then we had whipped cream on it and we went, we went like this. We went... That's a that's a sound of a pie smashing <laughs> in the, each other's faces, and then you go you go like this. You're like, "Ha ha, gotcha!" And then I want, "Oh you, toodles!" So, oh you toodles, toodles. <laughs> no, that's not what I called you. Okay, <laughs> I don't think this happened. Now that I, now that I try to think back, that might have been a dream. I did have some very strange dreams. That may have been one of them. Yeah, but I was very happy. I woke up. My puppet was laying right next to me. She just keeping me warm. Because I, I sleep with a fan on. Even uh, even though this is a very cold Thanksgiving day. Yeah. I sleep with a fan on. I mean, the window, the windows. I don't know. Is the window? No, I think I did shut the window. But uh, but I, I sleep with a fan on. And it, it gets a little chilly in my room. Because, like, there's poor insulation. So, in the summer, it gets, like, the heat gets trapped in there. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, it stays cold. Um, so I have that fan going and uh, like a lot of body warmth, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I woke up and I had the, the papa just like laying on me. She's laying on top of me. And I was like, oh, papa. 
But I was having some weird, weird damn dreams, man. But none had to do with uh, deaths or turkeys, so. And that's basically what we, we try to cover the most on this show is death and turkey. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order. And pie. But unfortunately, when people get together, as they often do on Thanksgiving, sometimes those people kill each other. And that has happened quite a bit. Um, one of the worst ones, one of the worst stories about this was in Florida, actually. It was a guy named Paul Marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Michael Marriage. I believe yeah, it was a mirage. Right. I was going to say, maybe, maybe it didn't all happen. It was an illusion. It was a mirage. Yeah, he, he was going through the desert, and he saw he saw a big swimming pool, and he said, hey. But then it was just sand. It's M-E-R-H-I-G-E. So I guess it is marriage. Yeah, I, I actually tried to listen to somebody pronouncing it, I believe it is. And he was kind of the black sheep of his family. He was... Oh, like me. Just not really... Um, he had mental illness. Yes. He had mental illness. Uh, I, I read a little bit, too, where apparently one of his sisters... Uh, had like a restraining order against him mm-hmm. years years prior. Um, yeah, this guy he uh he had some issues, but but go ahead, go ahead. So he went to Thanksgiving dinner unannounced, kind of just dropped in at Thanksgiving dinner at his aunt's house. Well, they he he did announce that he was coming. Oh yeah, he told his parents, but his he parents t- didn't tell anybody, and I- they didn't go. No, because they, they apparently, like, from something I was reading, they kind of made a joke, like, oh, who's going to get killed tonight? Yeah. Because he's coming. You know, it was one of those deals. Like, they made, like, a sinister joke. Mm-hmm. And it wound up being his two sisters. Who was he going to kill tonight? His two sisters, one of whom was pregnant. His uh, 76-year-old aunt. And uh, his cousin's... His cousin's six-year-old daughter. Six-year-old daughter, yeah. And he had said, like, he had said at the table, I've been waiting to do this for... What, like 15 years, 20 years? I didn't read everything, yeah, he, he, everything he, about he it. He had said that he had been waiting to do this for a long time. And yeah, he just murdered a bunch of people in his family. Uh, Wait a minute. But she was only six. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think I don't think they meant like specifically oh, the, okay. that person, but just... It's it's no joke. And listen, I'm not taking uh, the, the death of a six-year-old lightly. Um, it's It's despicable. It's despicable. Right. And apparently there was a lot of issues with the family, uh, specifically with uh, the guy's parents, where, and this was eventually dismissed, his parents sued the homeowner. I, I forget which person it was at the, uh, whomever in, in the family had owned the home. I think it might have been the, the the surviving family of the aunt that died, the aunt that he had killed, uh, basically, she they sued the parents of of the daughter, uh, the little girl. No, no, oh, was that who got? No, sued? I, that's what I'm asking. No, no, the parents of the guy, Paul Marriage sued the owner of the house, saying they knew he was crazy. They shouldn't have let him in. It was their fault. A judge threw it out, but they literally sued. Really? Yeah. Oh. Which that is some balls. Yeah, it's that's very balls. That is that's... that is some incredible balls. Wow. But and that. That is unfortunately a lot of what these Thanksgiving stories are. It's like a family thing. It's one of those things where a lot of what you think about with murder and like shows on TV is that mysterious stranger, but it's usually somebody you know. It's funny because it's like in a situation like that where, okay, you find that this guy's a loose cannon, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to let him in, but you're afraid if I don't let him in, he's going to end up killing everybody. 
Right. So you let them in. And from what I read, I like I said, I didn't read a whole lot. I just, I read uh, like some snippets. Uh, one thing that I read was that apparently at dinner and the whole night he was fine. Yeah. You, you hear that a lot in these stories. But it seems like he may have been planning something because there was like a manhunt for him. There was like this. Well, obviously he's coming armed to the teeth to Thanksgiving. That's that's tip well, off number one. Well, I, I read that's another thing I read yeah. that a few weeks prior he uh, he bought a bunch of guns and ammunition. Yeah, and he wanted a scope put onto this mm-hmm. to this rifle, uh, and he said it was because he was going hunting. Yeah, and I guess that he meant hunting in a different way. Yeah, he was. It was like a more the, the most dangerous game type of hunting. But he also withdrew like twelve thousand dollars from a bank account, and he lived on that while he was because he was at large for a couple weeks before he was like America's Most Wanted. He was there was a big there was a big to do with trying to get him caught, and they wound up finding him. I think in the Florida Keys and every or somewhere around there. Mm. But they they did wound up getting him, and he's obviously still in jail, and most likely will be for. The rest of his life. And, and there's another one, like you were saying, where he was, everything seemed fine. There was a guy named John Michael Guy who killed his parents after Thanksgiving dinner and dissolved their bodies in acid in Knoxville. And his, I think his siblings were, his siblings were at a, uh, at Thanksgiving with him. They were like, yeah, everything was normal. Everything was fine. But then he wound up killing and dismembering his parents and, just nobody knows why. I don't think he's ever said why he did it. It's crazy, man. It's you. You here. Here's the thing. I, I don't go, going back to the other guy, uh, the Paul marriage guy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people don't think that that we need more gun control. And and I, I don't. I don't want to make this a, a political podcast, but. And I know that people, anybody that's going to listen to that, not anybody, because there's going to be people that are that are for gun control. There's going to be people that are for complete eradication of guns. Yeah. Which I'm not. And there's going to be people that say, if that six-year-old had a gun. Yeah, that's exactly. If that six-year-old had a gun, that that six-year-old had a gun, she'd probably end up shooting herself because she's a six-year-old and shouldn't have a fucking gun. Well, no, they would say, like, if if one of the other people you can't, had a gun, you, you can't. You, you can't train and trust a six-year-old. I mean, listen, listen, these are the same type of people that, you know, that, that, that when it comes to like a 14, 15-year-old, uh, when, it, when it's like a, some kind of sexual case, they're like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're children. They, they don't have control over their bodies. Okay, I agree. And a six-year-old doesn't have control over their body to, to control a gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't trust a six-year-old with a gun. You were not, I, I was I was making a joke. They no, 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 Brian. There are, I mean, BP, Burke. <laughs> uh, there are, there are, uh, there are people that really think that we should arm six-year-olds. Right. Yeah. It's insanity. It's insane to me. I think there should be regulations on with, with gun control. I think there should be re- more regulations. I think it should be uh, like mental uh, illness checks, some kind of like wellness check, like something. Mm-hmm. Before you're able to go in and and buy arms, like you should, there should be some kind of battery of tests you have to go through before you can get a fucking gun. Because that guy should have not had a gun. Right. And, and on the other end of that is this other Thanksgiving related. Why didn't that little girl have a bucket of rocks? <laughs> or turtles. She could have threw a turtle at him. Go ahead. Or she could have said, hey, look, the moon, and he could have become smitten with the moon. Oh, we're just, <laughs> we're just going to visit. Call back every one of them. <laughs> And she could have dropped her phone in a cesspit. 
Six-year-olds have phones now, I know. So yeah, she, she could have been like, hey, uh, put your head in this theater I, I know you just shot me, but damn, damn it, that's where I was going. Can you, uh, can you reach under that recliner real quick? <laughs> I think there's another gun there. The other, the other kind of well-known Thanksgiving death recently was in Minnesota. It was a guy named Byron David Smith. Oh, man, see, I read that. I thought that this was, like, some kind of a wrestling thing. I thought it was, like, WWE. <laughs> like Davy Boy Smith? You know, I saw David Smith. I saw Byron. I yeah, yeah. Figure just mixing them. Okay. He was a 64-year-old man. It's not, uh, by the way, you have this written on here as Byron David Smith and the Castle Doctrine. It sounds like a cool band. Yeah, yeah. It's like the John Spencer Blues. I think they opened for the John Spencer Blues Explosion. And, and the Castle Doctrine did come in to play with this. Byron, and, and, and oh, and hold on. And speaking of wrestling, the Wikipedia link for this has this guy related to Ron. Ron. It says Byron David Smith killings. Ron Killings. Oh, okay. I'm going back. I was going back to wrestling. Wow, yeah, Ron Killings. There's a deep cut. That's our truth from that's WWE. His, that's his that's his name. name. This is wrestling, my dude. Wrestling, my dude. Politics, my dude. Everything, my dude. This is pierogies. a show for pierogies, my dude. Look, we're not laymans. <laughs> laymans. <laughs> we're not, I, I think we are laymen. <laughs> we're lame. We're lame ducks. Paul Layman. That's us. That's you. Oh, you're going for Paul Heyman. Man, we're sticking with wrestling, aren't we? Um. God, I was going to say lame ducks, but I guess today, lame turkeys. Lame turkeys. We're jive turkeys. Oh, man. Jive soul bros. We're like Stephen King. Jive soul bros, like the Reverend Slick. See? Keeping it wrestling. Go ahead. So, Byron David Smith was a... a 64... is uh, still alive. Uh, he was 64 at the time that this happened. He was retired from the U.S. State Department. He may have been, like, some kind of a spy or something. He was a Vietnam vet. He went to Ma uh, Moscow and Bangkok and Beijing a lot. He was in the security thing, but he was retired now and living in Minnesota. And I guess he had a problem with break-ins. Like, people were breaking into his house a lot. And two kids, uh, two teenagers, or late young adults, I guess. She was 18, he was 17. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he killed two people named uh, Haley Kiefer and Nicholas Brady. Basically, they broke into his house, and he was in the basement, and he was armed. And he wound up getting convicted of um, he wound up getting convicted of first degree murder with premeditation, and, and two counts of second degree murder as well. And he's got life in prison, basically because he shot them. Even though, and even though they broke into his house, like they tried to get away, and he was shooting him in the back. He was mm -hmm. they, he used excessive force, and that's where the castle doctrine comes in. That is that whole idea that. Uh, as a homeowner, you have the right to defend your home. That's It's called the Castle Doctrine. Okay. And they found that he had abused that right and had used too much force and, and it crossed the line into murder. Because you, you do have the right to defend yourself, but at some point when you're shooting people in the back, you're going on offense. Right. It's funny. Uh, it was... I'm trying to... Uh, my oldest son is 11. So it was probably before that, because I... Was, I'm trying to think of where I was living because I remember or, uh, when I was living. I remember where I was living. Uh, but it, So this is going back into like the early to mid-2000s. And um, I remember reading something about that where like, yeah, you would, you would get in trouble if somebody broke in your house, but they were leaving. Yeah. Like you can't shoot them in the back, even though they're in your house. Mm -hmm. As long as they're, if, if it shows that they're leaving. Right. 
you can't do that. Which obviously people are gonna try to argue against, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's 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 again said it's are you defending yourself or are you on offense now? And that that's like self defense. There is like a narrow window for that because it it has to be there, there's a line where it's no longer defending yourself. It's now like oh, I'm getting revenge. And is it, I mean, are you completely defending yourself even if somebody breaks in? Because what if somebody just breaks in your house and they're just standing there? Or they break in your house and they're sitting on a couch? Can you just go up and shoot them? Probably not. I think we can safely say that killing is wrong. Unless it's for pigs. Yeah, or... or turkeys. Turkeys. Yeah. Tofurkeys or... Well, no, you don't kill a tofurkey. Yeah, but then again, there's some certain people deserve to get killed. Rapists, you know. It's kind of like eradicating a cancer. If you have somebody that's just murdering and they're just like killing a bunch of people, like what do you do? I, when I when I say killing, I me mean premeditated murder of an innocent person is raw. What's innocent though? You know what I mean. <laughs> All right. no. Moral relativism, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, quite a wordy title, but that's that's where we're at now. Oh my god, he hates women and wants to murder everyone. Nah, just just turkeys and pigs, apparently. That's all I really want to murder. Yeah, go ahead. I don't even want to murder them. I just want to buy their. I want to buy the their leftover. I don't want to. I don't want to do the work myself. I would be, if if you had to actually kill the meat you ate, I would become a vegetarian real quick because I don't think I could stomach that. No, I couldn't either. It's like, funny. Like you play you play that uh, Red Dead Redemption game. Yeah. And uh, like I watch stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I couldn't fucking kill these animals and rip their pelts off and. You know, and then gut them. It's it's too messy. It's too dirty. And I'm thinking about back then. I'm like, how did they wash their hands? It definitely wasn't sanitary. No, no. It, could, they, it couldn't have been sanitary. And there had to be a lot of cross-contamination. I mean, at that point, we did have germ theory. Like, we understood that's why, like, people died a lot. And, in, in fact, they... I think one of the ways they discovered them... I'm trying to remember a thing I, I listened to a long time ago. They discovered the germ theory thing at a hospital... Because there were a lot of women and, 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 and infants that were, or children, newborns, that were dying at this hospital, and they couldn't understand why. It was because... Pierogies. Well, it was in Europe. Maybe it was by Poland. I don't know. But, no, I think it was in France, actually. So it was uh, baguettes, not pierogi. It was uh, escargot. And wine. Just go. Escar. Just go. please. <laughs> but the... The thing with this was that these doctors weren't washing their hands when they would work with people with dangerous infectious diseases, mm. and then they would go not washing their hands and deliver babies. Mm. But yeah, like you didn't have access to a sink, you didn't have access. And again, that game was also set in the old west. There, there were cities, and there is a city in the game. And there, I, I guess some places did have some level of. Well, plumbing. I'm talking about when they're out, like yeah, out in the wild. When you're out in the wild, or like you know, you're you're set you're setting a camp somewhere. Yep. And then uh, you have to. Well, I gotta fucking eat dinner tonight, and then, you know, you catch like a fucking wild muskrat. Yeah, and and then you you cut it and you fucking rip the pelt off because you're <laughs> like, oh, cool, I'll have muskrat pelt, I guess. Yeah, you can sell it for or donate it to your camp. <laughs> right, uh, but then it's like, oh man, do you have enough like water with you out in your camp to wash your hands after you get the blood on it? You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny. You'll go to there. There's actually saloons and hotels in that game where you can go take a bath and, and even the the character arthur go, he'll go i need a bath <laughs> and you can see it gets like grimy sometimes and, and your redemption my dude and your horse can get dirty but 
Speaking of video games, uh, maybe that's a good segue to This Week in Murder. Okay. This Week in Murder is actually about video games to a degree. Are you familiar with a practice called swatting? Um, you kind of told me. It has nothing to do with flies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think (laughs) that's what I asked. It's funny, you said swatting, and, I, and it's when you said swatting, I, I kind of had an idea of what it could be, but then I was like, does that have something to do with flies? <laughs> and then you were like, no. no. So, so go ahead. Uh, it's more about like swatting as far as SWAT teams. Right, which is what I initially thought it could be. Right. But then I went for the silly. Swatting is basically this practice, and it's happened to some celebrities before, where somebody will call the police and act like they're being held hostage in a house or that something's going on in the house and that they need help and the police need to come immediately. And they do this in an attempt to get the SWAT team to come to that that house and basically knock the door down and come storming in. To And they, it's done as like a prank. It's done to just fuck with people. It It, it, it really took a life of its own on Twitch. Twitch is, for those who don't know, a streaming service, almost like a a YouTube, but more live stuff, and it's more oriented toward video games. Yeah, hey, we're on Twitch. Yeah. we yeah. Uh, So uh, with me, uh, you, I don't know if you know this, me, you, and Nate, our buddy Nate, uh, we uh, we Twitch together. We play uh, Rocket League. Yeah. And uh, we call ourselves the Filthy Commoners. We certainly do. That's our name. That's our collective name. We... Uh, we, we host this show together, me and you, and then uh, me and Nate hosted a few shows together, uh, and then the three of us did a show together. We came, we come together like like a super group. Like Voltron. Yeah, kind of. If Voltron played Rocket League. Right. It's a crossover. We're working on it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so we're on, we're on Twitch, too. Find us, uh, I think it's The Filthy Commoners, but go ahead. But we've never been swatted. We've, uh, we've never been swatted. And yeah. Yeah. But there's a uh, guy, Tyler Barris is his name, and he was notorious for doing this. He was a prolific swatter. He had done it uh, a lot of times. He had done other things. He had, a, he had like, a long rap sheet, as they would say. He called in fake bomb threats to the FBI, the FCC, schools, malls, TV stations, and he would do it uh, for others. Like he- The sick thing is, too, is the people that get behind us that think it's funny. Like, it's sick. Mm-hmm. It's sick that people think that that's funny. Yeah, I, I find no, I find I've never found humor in that. And it's like, and then you get you get the people like, oh, you're a pussy. Oh, wh- when did we start being pussies? When did we all start being assholes? Yeah. When did we all start like, like, like the, first of all, you're gonna put lives at risk by calling in SWAT teams. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, there's so many cases where people like cops get called to a house by the person and get shot uh like the person who called the cops ends up getting shot yeah for for a number of reasons uh, being black or you know whatever um so obviously shit is going to go wrong if SWAT teams are fucking called mm-hmm. you know go ahead I'm sorry and Tyler Barris is the one who actually did this and he's the one that he was this is a plea deal he pled guilty to 51 different charges he was, he was, kind of hired to do this. I don't know if it was like money, any money changed hands, but he had agreed to do this for somebody else, an eighteen-year-old kid named Casey Viner, 
who had played Call of Duty World War II with a guy named Andrew Fitch, Finch, sorry, Andrew Finch, who lived in Kansas, Topeka, I believe, and they had a $1.50 bet on a game of Call of Duty World War II, and there was a disagreement over who won. I guess they, they, they were like, there might have been like some kind of issue with lag, or I don't know, but there was some kind of disagreement over this $1.50 bet, so he's like, fuck this guy, I'm gonna have this other guy swat him. And they... So, did he pay the other guy? I don't know. Okay, I because I was gonna say, it, it, what sense does it make that you have to get somebody to do it, and if you have to pay that guy to do it, wouldn't have been... I, I guess it's like a pride thing, like an ego mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Like, I'd rather pay... I'd rather pay 50 bucks... To this guy, to get him to swat this other guy, then pay the other guy a dollar fifty. Right. Yeah. You know, people are fucking crazy. Go ahead. Yeah, and and I guess he did pay for it because Barris admitted to swatting people for hire, but declined to say how much he paid. He was paid, and he actually, and this was something he was known for. His online name was Swatistic. S W A U T I S T I C. Swatistic. Yeah. And basically, when the cops came to the this. Finch's guy's house they shot him and killed him so somebody did wind up dying in this case the guy who was swatted was killed wow and so now it is to a point where they have already had this guy plead down and I guess they're really going to try to go after the guy who arranged the swatting and he's probably pleading when did this happen uh, this all happened in 2017 Okay, and it's the court system was slow. It was actually late 2017. Why did they shoot the guy? Why did they kill the guy? Uh, let's see here. Uh, that I didn't actually look into. And Wichita Police Department, this is from Wikipedia, Wichita Police Department offer, officers responded to Barris' call and surrounded Finch's residence. Before the police presence was announced, Andrew Finch is reported by his mother, Lisa Finch, who was at the scene, to have opened the front door because he heard something. Mrs. Finch reports that a 28-year-old son screamed uh, and Guys, shot real him. quick, you're probably going to have to slow this down a little bit to understand <laughs> what the fuck he's saying. Jesus Christ, are you the I, micro machines guy? I am I, reading very fast. Basically, before SWAT announced their presence... Oh my god, now he's doing it in slow motion. <laughs> it's never good enough for you. Basically, before they, SWAT announced their presence, he heard something, he went up to check it out, he started screaming, and they shot him. And wait, they killed him because he screamed? I guess so. Yeah, a Wichita police officer standing on the other side of the street fired a single round from a Colt AR-15 and killed him. The fuck, man. Yeah, basically what they had said was uh when the guy called in the, the for the swatting, he had said that uh, he had shot that the suspect had shot and killed his father, was holding his mother and younger brother hostage and was planning to set the house on fire. I noticed that there's a lot of times where I'll I want to interject real quick and I'll I'll say something and then I'll I'll say like go ahead or go on. I need a new one. You know that Storage Wars show? Mm-hmm. You know how they all they have their uh, their call? Yep. Yeah, like yeah, they have their call. I, That's a guy, Dave. I, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I but my point is is I need a I need a, a like a, a different word instead of saying like go on. I need to just be like. I don't know, like, resume! Something like that. Resume. No, I just too, I don't like that. As you were. As you, yeah. As you wish. Too wordy. Maybe, maybe I'll stick with go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. And uh, it'll be on a t-shirt or something like that. The go on shirt. Yeah, like, you know how, like, different, you have different podcasts that they just make 
fucking stupid like like oh that's a t-shirt yeah and they'll have like a different t-shirt for every little thing they say and mm-hmm. it's just it was some stupid little throwaway line you know but maybe that's what it'll be i'll just have like a go on shirt i think we should have a my dude shirt where you can just pick the, the phrase before my dude and it could be whatever like like a line like an under yeah like blank my dude but they can actually just personalize it to have it say whatever right Maybe it'll say, "Dude, my dude," and it'll come. It'll come with letters. We'll we'll send the shirt. <laughs> we'll send it with like iron-on letters. Yeah, well, we're basically just going to send you one of those print-out like T-shirt kits. Yeah, where you and, can iron on the design and pizza pizza and, kit too. Ooh, like like those fundraiser ones. Yeah, what were the ones we'd have around here? Joe Corby's. Really? That's what when I was a yeah. My, Joe we, Cor- you said around here. Right? Yeah, not around here. Around where we grew up. Like, where we grew up. Yeah, around. I like, remember uh, the ones the Philly that, suburbs. I remember uh, Coco's Pizza. Okay. Coco's had the big uh, fundraiser kits you can get. But Coco's was an actual pizza place, too. Yeah. I think Joe Corby's is literally, that's what they do. That's their entire business is they sell these make-your-own-pizzas for fundraisers. Yeah. And my... Um, God, they always sucked. My cousin was a cheerleader. We would always buy for her from her when she was selling them. I remember one time we got a dessert pizza, and it was basically like a cookie crust. Yeah, I and- know those. And like it was like kind of cream cheese for cheese, and the sauce was like like a jelly or a jam, right? Or a jelly jam, a jammy gel, (laughs) jelly jam Garvin. Food wrestling. uh, This is a Thanksgiving tradition show. I um, I'm very happy with. We should probably hurry up with the show because. I think I keep hearing uh, sirens out there, and I want to put on my scanner. (laughs) Is this the purge? Is Thanksgiving now the purge? Um, I think it always is around here. I believe, I believe uh, the purge, the USA version, the the purge TV show has been picked up for a second season. Unfortunately, the good, the cop, good cop, yeah, was not picked up for a second season. Yeah, by well, Netflix. well, they're they're purging fucking uh, all the good shows off of Netflix. Netflix is actually really also focusing on shows that they own. Yeah. And shows that other people, other companies produce are getting jettisoned. Did you hear uh, the Satanic Church? I, uh, I saw they settled. They settled, yeah. For, um, because that show Sabrina, the Teenage yeah. Witch, they, mm-hmm. they had, like, I guess it was almost like a replica of their... Like uh, Baphomet or something? Baphomet. Baphomet? Yeah. They had the Baphomet um, statue, and... I guess the Church of Satan has a copyright over the Baphomet oh, wow. uh, statue. And so they sued them for $50 million. Jeez. But they settled. And I think that, like, they get, uh, now they're going to be getting, like, credited in the, in the, cre- you know, oh, in the credits okay. for their statues. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what else uh, they're getting out of the settlement. But it's Publicity. just. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really really si- it's really silly, but yeah, the, yeah, lit- litigious stuff is. But I guess if they own it, then yeah. they they have the rights to it. But <laughs> you know the uh, police scanners and and now it's all an app on the phone. But those old ones are always cool. The ones with the crystals in them and like my mom and dad would do that. They would just sit on the porch and listen to the police scanner. And it's funny with the crystals. I never understood what that was until I uh, I started messing around with CBs. Mm-hmm. When I was, uh, oh man, 12? It's about 12. Yeah, it's about 12 years old. I, uh, 11, 12, I got re, no, yeah, it was 12. I got really, really, really into CBs. 
Uh, my grandfather was a truck driver, and uh, so he had like a base. Yeah, m- mo- most people who are under thirty listening to this have no idea what a scanner or a CB radio is. Yeah, probably Citizens Band Radio. Yeah, it was kind of like a. Uh, it was kind of like Snapchat, but <laughs> with voice only. Yeah, voice only, and you needed like a special piece of equipment it was very popular with like you said truck drivers yeah so so for me it it, it, there is a weird progression that happened so i was like 12 years old and i did cbs because there was a cb laying around and i was like what the hell does this do Mm -hmm. my grandfather had this real big antenna installed in this house and uh so i plugged in his he had like a set of bass set and uh no trouble no and so i i turned it on and I start using it and start talking to like these older truck drivers. And then one guy, he's like, uh, it's your old friend Barracuda. And he called himself <laughs> the, the Barracuda. So I talk to the Barracuda all the time. And he's like, he's like, uh, telling me that I need to have a handle. He's like, what's your handle? And I was like, I don't have one. He's like, well, I'm going to call you Shorty. <laughs> so he started calling me Shorty. And I was like, fuck yeah. All right. My name's Shorty. Uh, there's Shorty classic. No, that's that. You're, you're talking about Wawa hoagies now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this guy was always in the area, and I, I never was like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna go up and meet uh, up with you, old, like sixty year old man." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was a little. Uh, I don't know. I oh. also know you're a big fan of uh, the CB song, uh, CW McCall's oh, Convoy. I fucking, you love you. that song. No, I don't. This is great. <laughs> they made a movie. It's funny because right next door was a people pe- uh, with the last name Conroy. <laughs> I should have sung like I should have said he is a great big Conroy. Yeah, and and uh, Convoy. Yeah, they made a movie about it. CB radios were like huge in the seventies. It was a gigantic yeah. fad. Yeah, and then it kind of well, my gra- like I said, my grand trucker thing. My grandfather was a truck driver, so um, so he had that, and then. It was either him or my. I think I don't know. It was either him or my dad. I think it was still my grandfather though. Had like a handheld, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, like a portable one. And you would go like all my friends. Like so, I I was living at my grandpa's house for a bit. Like I would stay there, and then um, at my house, my uh, for some reason my next door neighbor and then a couple other kids that were like my age, few maybe a few years older. So I was like 12 at the time. They're probably like 13, 14. They had CBs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we loved going on CBs. And at, at one point, my ne- literally my ne- next door neighbor on the other side of my house was also on a CB. So mm-hmm. there was three, pe- three houses in a row of people that were on CBs. And I didn't even know that the one dude until like I found out. It was like, oh my God, is that you? So-and-so that was like lives next door. <laughs> yeah. And it was. I was like, what the heck? Uh, just because you're on certain channels, I would never you know. talk to you. <laughs> but now I have. Yeah, so uh, it's like a meet cute for a uh, romantic comedy. Yeah, right. It's me and my thirty year old neighbor. The only thing is, uh, I don't think a woman has ever used a CB radio in their in the entire existence of CB radios. I it was weird because, like it's I said, a joke. It's not. I was. When I we was do everything when we can do anything. We now. don't have to. We we could just we could have just <laughs> okay. talked. We didn't need to say uh, that. I know women are very sensitive. You know, they're very sensitive people. <laughs> With so much to give. Oh wait, no, that's uh. Uh, so I, I, I remember meeting. Uh, I remember meeting this like eighteen-year-old dude. 
he was like, he was like, oh, he was like, I, I live right around the corner. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, this, you know, nothing could go wrong, you know. And he's <laughs> what like, could possibly go wrong. He's like, oh, let's let's hang out. And I'm like, I'm 12. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh yeah, let's, let's hang. Out. So he comes and he's a real big dude, like real heavy set dude. And he's like, yeah, I had three heart attacks. I'm like, whoa, okay, oh my goodness, yeah. Like I felt, but he's a nice kid. I guess he was just like a lonely dude, you know. Like now I look back, I'm like, oh man, he probably he didn't have any friends. Obviously, if he's going and trying to hang out with a 12 year old kid, that he met on CB radio. That he met on CB, but yeah, but like my my buddies would like they ride their bikes and have their CB radios. Like nobody else had it. So I went from CB radio. Did you ever do ham radio? No, I never did that. Just we did CB radio, and then when I was about 16. Uh, me and my friends started doing the party lines. There was okay. like the telecafe was the one that we mainly did. And then there was other ones we got into like later, like the Raven, the Philly donut, the butt monkey. There was literally <laughs> one called the butt monkey. And, and uh, again, for her younger audience, party lines is, are when you would call into a number on, on a landline. You use your landline. Uh, Again, and a, and a landline is, it's like having a cell phone with a wire connected to your wall. <laughs> and it doesn't have a camera or apps or yeah, anything. It's I know. They're like, oh, phone. why would you use that? Why would you use that phone? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? So, uh, so I would call these party lines and, uh, it was just a way to talk to people, man. Yeah. Just a way to just sit there and talk to, talk to, like, uh, you're basically you're going off of somebody's voice. So my 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 one buddy, I'm just gonna throw him under the bus here. He'd be like, "Hey girls, yeah, what's up? This is your boy John five nine one eighty Irish Reekin." I'm like, "You're not Reekin, John. You're Irish. Why are you lying?" That's what he would do to be like Irish Reekin. I'm like, "Oh, stop it." Um, it was so embarrassing. But yeah, we would meet we would meet girls off of there, and then you know, and then. 97 rolls around and then all of a sudden you have AOL, you know, and then mm-hmm. from there, it really hasn't changed much because it's been the internet for, for 20, at this point, 21 years. Yeah. It's been the internet. It hasn't been some other form of media. Well, I, mean, I mean, there's been different, there's been yeah. different things within media, mm-hmm. like within social media, like there's different platforms with uh, Snapchat, like I said earlier, and uh, AOL, which fucking and aim a a once a messenger which i believe has now finally gone dark or will be very soon really yeah you had yahoo messenger uh then you had like icq icq irc mm-hmm. you had all those things uh like you had all all these things like myspace years yeah. ago friendster before that friendster was the original i believe yeah and then you know now it's it's like what's what's next what's the next big thing besides brock lesnar <laughs> wrestling um yeah, so right now it's like Instagram is the thing. You some, Snapchat, I guess. Sna- Snapchat. TikTok. Isn't, isn't there a thing called TikTok now? Is there? I believe so. Is that like the Musical.ly type? It might be. App? I think it I is. I don't yeah. fucking know. It, it's, you can't keep track of it all. There's Facebook. I never do Facebook. But but these are all internet things. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all like, it's all internet. It's not, because, you know, party lines were phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CB was a CB. Like, I wonder if there's going to be some other kind of neural implants. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. It's going to be, you don't even need the phone or the computer anymore. There is some, something else too called like the bar. <laughs> and, uh, there's the bar. There's like talking li- to your neighbors. Libraries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just being social outside. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to do that? Talk. Yeah. Talking to neighbors, going to church. Oh, don't do that. I mean, yeah. Even when I'm out, like I, I always have headphones on when I'm out. I, 
I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to an audiobook. I, 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 I don't like. I, I'll, I'll see people like that I work with or that I know, and they're like, I, I said hi to you. You didn't say hi back. I'm like, I'm I assume if you see me outside, I'm deaf because I always have my earbuds. See, in. I grew up, I grew up in an area where that's kind of disrespectful, I guess, to, with certain people. Like two or two certain people. All right, so check this out. There is one thing that, like, I I keep hearing all these things. Like, if you're out, you know, somebody has headphones on, don't talk to them. They don't want to hear you. They don't want to be bothered. And I'm like, why are you speaking for this person? Because <laughs> I don't understand that mindset. Uh, to me, that's just raising somebody to be rude. Like, it's the same people that think that when you hold the door for somebody that they don't have to say thank you to you. Right. That's fucking crazy. It's bonkers to me. Like, if somebody holds the door, say thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it's courteous. Because people don't want courtesy anymore. They they want, like, I'm real. I'm real. Being courteous is fake. Like, you're fucking rude. You're just a cunt. You know? And then that, that mindset is, that, that is going to make other people, like, more of an asshole to you. Like... Just fucking be nice. Like, just be cool to people. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand that that thing. But when 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 people have headphones on, like it was like, oh, if you see somebody and they have, don't talk to them. Why? Why well, wouldn't? Because I would assume they're listening to something. So, what if you fucking like? What if you see somebody and they have like really nice sneakers or something? You're like, oh my god, where'd you get those? Like, I want, <laughs> I want to know where that where you got those sneakers because I I stop people literally. Like, if we're walking. And I'll be like, dude, I love those sneakers. Like, where'd you get those from? You know what I mean? You like, don't go, sir, I want to buy these shoes. No, you don't. No. no. We're getting near that time of year, aren't we? We are, and it's going to make me cry. <laughs> the Christmas shoes? For my mama, please. <laughs> or is it mother, please? Who the fuck knows? Oh, no. I lost my mother five years ago. What? Yeah, we went to Walmart. Oh, okay. And uh, I couldn't find her. I lost my mother. But actually, no, I found her. She By the way. Closet. By the way, my mom used to do a version of that when I was a fucking kid and fuck with him. No wonder I'm so fucked up as a person. <laughs> she would sing this song about how, uh, what was it? I'm trying to think. It was uh, like Amazing Grace. Oh, she, okay. She yeah. would sing Amazing Grace. I think, you, I think you've told me this before. Yeah, yeah, but she would sing about how like we were lost in a Kmart store. Yeah. Fuck it. I was like four years old <laughs> and I'm crying. Uh-huh. Thinking like uh, like thinking about this song and my mom thinks it's funny because my mom's fucking warped and she says all this shit that's like ha, 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 you know she gets a kick out of it right and here I am curled up into a ball like <laughs> like late at night like oh my god my mom's gonna get lost in Kmart <laughs> and I'm fucking crying this happened to me when I was about the same age because uh, my dad's best friend uh, he was uh, in the VFW with him uh, he had this jar on his shelf. And it said pickled people, and he's like, "Yeah, if people are bad, we pickle them and we put them in this jar." And I, I was terrified. I was terrified of being pickled and put in a jar. My mom would always, uh, my my mom would fucking like fuck with me mentally growing up. Like she would be like, uh, "Jack, wake me up at like one o'clock. Let's just say, wait, I'm taking a nap. Wake me up at one o'clock. Okay, one o'clock comes around. Mom, you have to get up. It's one o'clock." I'm sending you to fucking military school, you fucking asshole. <laughs> military school. Yeah, always threaten me with military school. Always threaten me with military school. Like, I mean, that's that's abuse. It really is. Like, the shit that she would do to me is literally, it would be considered abuse today. Right. Um, Like, it's, it, it's mental abuse. Like, there's a lot of shit. Like, I, because I, 
I, I, I guess I wasn't sh- like mentally strong enough to fucking to be like, oh, okay, she's singing me that fucking song again. Yeah, you know, like, oh, here she goes with her songs. I was like, oh, my God, my mom's going to get lost in Kmart. Or I'm going to get lost in Kmart. <laughs> and then I would get so fucking sad and I would cry, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I would, uh, I, I remember being a kid, my mom would go to work. My mom worked overnight at a restaurant and uh, I would lay there before bed crying and praying to God. I pray to to God every night, the the biblical God, just in case you were like, which God? Yahweh. Yahweh. Um, I would pray to uh, to Yahweh. And uh, that he would bring my mom home safe. I was a good little boy. Mm-hmm. I love my mom. You prayed. And I did. I prayed. You're a good God-fearing little boy. I was. I was. Because that's how I was raised. I was raised Catholic. Right. You know? As was I. Well, to a certain degree. I didn't, I didn't go as far along as you did. Yeah, your mom wasn't a big fan of nuns. No, no, my mom hated nuns. Yeah. She because she, she went to Catholic school and she she just didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I go, why? She goes, it's none of your business. <laughs> none you in, yeah. But no, she she yeah she refused to put us through any sort of Catholic school. We were public. My sister and I were all like public school, so it was because she just didn't like nuns. She had a bad experience in in Catholic school and. And also, like, when she went, it was free, and it wasn't free, and that was the other reason we... Where's the murder? You're not talking about murder. And then she killed all those nuns. Right. Yeah, murder! <laughs> but they made that part up. You made that up? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. But if we are getting back on things, I think there's only one way that we end this show through the... Long three episode history of Murder My Dude, now four episodes. And it's talking about what exactly we ate today for Thanksgiving. Yes. What were the contents of our plates? I had a turkey sandwich Mm. with mayonnaise and provolone cheese. Really? Provolone with turkey, huh? Yeah. I'm a big provolone cheese fan. You're a big provolone fan. I love provolone cheese. You even went to the provolone headquarters. Yeah. There is none. I I am pro provolone. That's right. I, I had an- stuffing. I am anti valone. <laughs> anti valone. Mm-hmm. I had. Well, you can never have too much valone, so I'm I'm very pro valone. Okay. I had stuffing. I had. I made the stuffing. How was it? Potato stuffing was very good. Yeah, it's homemade from the box <laughs> from stovetop. But hey, listen, listen. We should probably just get into the end. And segment. another thing. We should probably <laughs> just get into the end. I'm not gonna. Who died the worst? And it is very food related. Our, our first way of dying, this happened to uh, somebody named, this is going to be a little bit like, um, this is going to be a little bit like last week's with the hard to pronounce names. Burned Jurgen Armando Brandis is the man who died here. He was an engineer. Oh, boy, I hope, I hope he wasn't killed by fire. No. <laughs> because burned. <laughs> well. That's going to be hard to uh, to follow there. No, he was not killed by fire. He, I guess you could say he committed suicide? Su- was it like a suicide by cop deal? Suicide by cannibal. Suicide wow. by cannibal. I guess this is food related. Burned, it was an engineer from Berlin who answered an advertisement by Armin... <laughs> Did the guy who ate him go, he was cooked too long? <laughs> Maybe. He's burned, yeah. He's a little crispy. Uh, the guy who ate him was named Armin Hammer. Mewis. <laughs> That's Army Hammer. Oh. 
or Armand Hammer. That was his grandfather. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Or great grandfather. Yeah. And now like he's uh, now he's playing. In... We're, we're talking about the actor Army Hammer. Yeah, we brought him up uh, on our last episode because he's going to be in something. Oh, okay. he's going to be in a, a film of some sort that I can't remember. And he is uh, he posted an advertisement. Armin Miwes, M E I W E S. He posted an advertisement on the website The Cannibal Cafe, a defunct forum for people with a cannibalism fetish. Stating he was looking for a well-built 18 to 30 year old to be slaughtered and then consumed. And Bernd Brandis was the man who came. And they, um, they cut off his penis. They both ate his penis. So this man ate his own penis. And then was... How do you enjoy that? Like, like, seriously. How do you... Well, apparently he didn't. Did you ever, like, get your dick cut, uh, caught in a fucking, like, zipper? You never did that before? Mm. I've done it. It hurts. I don't know how you could cut your own fucking dick off and then be in a right like state of mind to want to eat your own dick. I don't know how you want to eat your own dick anyway, but I'm saying, especially after you just cut it off. Like, Well, I don't know. Initially, he insisted that, that the cannibal guy attempt to bite his penis off. This did not work. And, and the guy who wound up eating him did cut his penis off for him. He didn't cut his own penis off. Okay. And then they tried to eat some of his, the penis, but it raw, but they could not. It was too tough and too tough, and as he put it, chewy. Uh, they then fried the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic, Ooh. and then fried it with some of the guy's own fat. Like they cut off like some of his body fat and fried it up in it. Right. But it was too burnt. <laughs> to be oh. Burned, oh, burned. Was burnt. And so they then chopped out the penis into chunks and fed it to the dog. Oh, okay. That's, and then that was a waste. So, long story short, too late. Uh, the first death is suicide by cannibal. Right. Okay. And uh, our second death takes us to Taco Bell. Yeah, always Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, a woman in central Nebraska, Diane Durr, D U R R E was killed and her husband was injured. They were uh, selling a dog. Is it Durr or would it be Dur? Dur? I'm not sure. Probably Dur, yeah. Uh, They were selling a dog. And this is similar to how... Because my dog was your dog before it was my dog. This is similar to how you got him. They were meeting up with somebody to sell this dog at a a parking lot of a Taco Bell. Okay, so that is not exactly how I got my dog. I mean... No, uh, you're right. It, it is exactly how I got my dog. <laughs> it's not exactly. Oh, yes. So my 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 son always thought that I got my, or unless he was just like pulling my chain, he would always say that uh, that I got my dog from a McDonald's. <laughs> what happened was uh, we got the dog off of a rescue site, and they came up from North Carolina, and they had like a, a van, and it was filled with cages, and. You know, we got the paperwork and stuff. And then we, you know, we gave the money and we got the dog. Um, and this was what eight years ago. Yeah. Um, and it was it was in a McDonald's parking lot. Yeah. So, so it would be the same thing. But yeah, my son would always be like, "We got our dog from McDonald's." Oh <laughs> man. Well, at least this didn't happen. This woman was crushed to death after a strong wind gust. Blew the Taco Bell sign down onto their car. Oh, my. Crushed to death by a Taco Bell sign. 
is death number two. See, that's funny because we were watching uh, Survivor Series earlier, Survivor Series 89, mm-hmm. and there was that Survivor Series, it took him wrestling again, uh, there was that one Survivor Series sign that I saw swinging. It's like and a I'm banner, like, yeah. And I was like, imagine, it, it didn't look like a regular banner, though. That one looked like a sign. Huh. Like, there was one, there was a black banner, but the one I'm talking about looked like it said, it just looked like, like a sign, mm-hmm. you know? And I was... If it was a sign, I wouldn't want that fucking falling on me. A banner, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I doubt a banner, you know, the banner because it's, it's material, it's fabric. I, I doubt that was going to fucking, if that fell, that that was going to, maybe like a chain or something like that or a wire. But if it was uh, like a big, like heavy, like wooden sign or something, yeah, I would fucking kill someone. I always get nervous about things like that. If I look up and I see some structure, like kind of swaying, that's above my head. I'm like, I do not want to be here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we had one and two. And our third one is a little older. It's a uh, a famous Danish astronomer, Tycho Brahe. Okay. And there was a lot of thought that he was murdered. He he got very sick after a a lavish dinner, and See, people thought he should have fucking just stuck with the liver and onions. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, people thought he was poisoned. They actually exhumed his body and checked for signs of mercury poisoning. Turns out he he didn't die of poisoning. They they exhumed Tycho Brahe's body, and they found no evidence of mercury poisoning. It looked like he died of kidney disease and a burst bladder. Oh, jeez. And they believe, and this is one of those things where it may be folklore, it may not be folklore, but they believe that he was too polite to be excuse himself from the table at this dinner and had to pee really bad, and his ba- his bladder literally burst, and it wound up killing him. Wow. So death number three is too polite to go to the bathroom, bladder explodes. Too polite to pee. Too polite to pee. So, our three deaths are suicide by cannibal. Mm-hmm. Crushed by Taco Bell sign. Right. Too polite to pee. I think I know where you're going with this. You think you know where I'm going? I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm ruling out the too polite to pee. Okay. That just doesn't stand a chance. I, I fear the Taco Bell one mm-hmm. because it's a big fear of mine. Mm-hmm. But it, but this is about who died the worst. Um, it I'm going to go with Taco Bell sign. That's what I thought you would go with. You got it. I because I, yeah, suicide by cannibal. I mean, it is suicide. It's not like he was abducted. If you but were it's stupid and he had he yeah. had no con- like he had control over that. Yeah, if you were abducted by somebody and they cut off your dick and then try to make you it eat it, awful, and then yeah. it, they burned it and had to feed it to their dog, like you couldn't even cook my dick right. Yeah, <laughs> what kind of a chef are you? I mean, and there was wine and garlic involved. Yeah, you know what it is? They didn't marinate it. Yeah, they should have marinated it. They they. Is it probably the method of cooking? What I mean, how much experience did this person have in in cooking things in human body fat too? Yeah, I mean, as soon as you said it, I was like, ooh, like you know. But well, they say that you got to cook low and slow, man. Maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> you should have done this in Memphis. They should have smoked it. Oh, smoke dicks, smoke dicks. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the way to do it. I'm going with the Taco Bell sign just because it's it's something that wasn't her you know she didn't she have had any, no no control over yeah it. she she was just totally in the wrong place at the wrong time where the other dude she was basically committing suicide and the other guy should have just taken a piss you ever fear laying in bed that like the whole donnie darko scenario is gonna happen like a meteor is gonna hit me or no something? no donnie darko did you ever see it yeah the, yeah, the engine ago. from like the plane yeah oh that's right 
like fucking comes down through the house. No. You never had that? That's Mm-mm. such an irrational fear of mine. Like I have really weird. It's funny. I went to a therapist one time and uh, they were talking about, uh, I was talking about how like, like some of my fears and I won't go into some of the crazier ones, but some of the other ones where like I, I really didn't like to travel in, uh, by car for a while. Um, like going to a mall. I just didn't like to travel by car. Mm-hmm. I said, because I was afraid like of deer running out. Right. And, you know, deer running out and like us get getting in a, a car accident. It was me, my son and my ex, uh, ex-girlfriend. And the doctor told me that, you know, that it's, it's an irrational fear. And I wanted to sit here and argue with him because <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean irrational? There's so many deer <laughs> like running out where I live. Right. That's not irrational. That's a totally rational fear. Mm-hmm. An irrational fear would be like a fucking like an alien coming down and abducting me as I'm right. going to the mall. Mm-hmm. To me, that's an irrational fear. Like if I had that fear, that would be irrational. Right. A fucking uh, like what are the chances of a fucking uh, an engine, a plane engine coming through the house? Very what? low. I don't think we're on the f- over. I never see planes really flying over here. We had a plane fly over just earlier uh, yeah usually like helicopters like small airplanes but i don't think like there's a lot of commercial airlines to fly over here. i've seen a few but like yeah no not a whole lot we're not in that path yeah because where where, where we grew up we uh, like in, in, in the suburbs of philly we were right by the airport so oh, i remember oh, yeah. we would live by this place called the john hines wildlife refuge and if you went there you would see the landing gear come out. Like, that was right by the airport. Right. Which is really bad for those animals. And I worked at the airport. It's very loud. I worked at the airport. I actually worked for UPS at the airport. My mom worked for an airport, but not that airport. Oh, okay. She worked at, uh, I believe, JFK Airport. Really? Yeah. In New York? Yes. That's right. She lived in, like, Queens, Queens or something. Queens, yep. It was either JFK or LaGuardia. I think it was JFK. I always forget that your mom lived in Queens. For, like, two years, yep. Oh, that's crazy. All right, well, listen, as much as I said that uh, number three, the burst bladder, isn't the worst, I don't want that to happen to me, so I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go pee right now, so I don't have a burst bladder. Then I'm probably going to heat up some stuffing and some turkey and some mashed potatoes and coleslaw and pie. I'm going to heat all those up and put them together on a hoagie roll. And thank you. Thank you, dear listener, for listening to this very special Thanksgiving episode of Murder, My Dude. We'll be back next week with more murder. Oh, I think we'll be back for Christmas. My dude. <laughs>